pausing as soon as possible and telling telling a person I am doing this story and I'm I'm switching stories. I'm choosing a story. Uh, it's actually been with Barrett. I'm choosing a story that this feedback is about you wanting to be in intimacy with me and and then just saying thank you so much for doing that. Um, but I've I've done it maybe seven times now and and it's just it's so rapid the um, shift uh, as I, as I play with it more, it's rapidly changing my relationship to the way I have received feedback historically. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I wanna say I've noticed this week that um, I've, I've noticed in, in a few situations that I lose sense of my purpose so I, I forget my purpose and that's a mechanism I'm, I'm, I'm serving now. And what I'm noticing is that it, it goes even further that I confuse myself about having a purpose at all or I forget having a clear purpose. So that's um, what I'm yeah, just checking out at the moment and observing. I find that really helpful because yeah, I need that for space holding. Mm. Every time, every day, every moment of my life, really. Yeah. Thank you. I'm receiving really clear feedback from Echo. Yesterday, I moved all my things to a new house, and I'm coming down the stairs, like 45 stairs, with like the last box after a long, hot, Brazilian day of moving things. And the woman who owns the house comes up to me and she says, you can't stay here. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to find a new place to live. <laughs> but it's, it's just this clear, like, like Jesse, you know what you want and you know what you need to do. Why are you compromising? Why are you staying in this bullshit in-between space that's not where you're actually at? Mm. enough and so I, I receive that with a lot of joy and fear because I don't I don't know what I'm going to do next but <laughs> that's like <clears throat> thank you I want to just tell a story about echo because it was kind of like that speaking through other people's mouth and Clinton and I were in, in Bali and we had spent months in Bali or something and People would say all sorts of stuff to us, like, how, where do you come from and all this stuff. But one day, like three times in a row, we would go to a place and after we would leave, people would say, and please take care of yourself. Yeah. And the first time it was surprising because people don't say that in Bali. And the second time, and then the third time this person is like, okay, what is going to happen? Like, what is the universe trying to, to tell us? So from that moment, I've started paying attention to what, other people say that they can be this mouthpiece for echo. Yeah, and speaking of stairs, there are 75 we large. We can't hear you so well, or I can't. All right. Speaking of stairs, can you hear this? Yes. I don't know what that is. Speaking of stairs, there's 75 large in different dimensions, stairs, and very tiny, very hard stone staircase to get from the street up to our place. And so 
carrying eight liters of, of water or a box of food or even going down to, to do anything is, is okay. It's a really a consideration. It's like docking the boat or getting off, you know, to go from a spaceship down to the land down there. And uh, it just has changed my relationship to going shopping for little things or something like that. It, it makes it a, a big deal. Just this 75 stairs. I mean, there's no sign on the wall that says aware, be aware you have 75 stairs to go up. I, I counted them several times. So <laughs> that's what I was doing. <laughs> I'm, so I'm just giving us like, now it's eight minutes or, or a couple, just some 10 minutes in the beginning to sort of get with each other where we are. And so thank you for checking in and also telling a few stories. So anybody need to, to share something to just get here with where you are? <laughs> well, I would like to ride on Clinton's coattail because I got a gift from Nancy for my birthday, which is a while ago, and just recently picked up the book from the bookshelf and started reading it. And this is the book. It's called Born to Run. And I was thinking it's a book about running, but it has so much value in it. It's about the brain, it's about nutrition, it's about shoes, it's about the way you interact with life. I was like, oh my God, what a book. So, and that explains exactly what Clinton was talking about. That's why I got reminded. These guys run 100 mile ultra runs through the mountains and they have the brightest smiles on their face for a hundred miles there is no exhaustion because they love running mm -hmm. i'm like and the whole book is about how that works together and at the end no, I don't tell you. If anybody wants to read the book, read the book. I don't tell you the end. It's, it's just magnificent. It's just... And when Clinton said that, you know, yeah, they're not looking at the mountain in front of them. They imagine themselves being on top of the mountain. And boom, mm. there we are. Mm. It's just... Oh, so that's, that's what happens to me. And I'm really, really... Oh, excited about the whole book and everything. What's the name of the book? Born to Run. Well, I'm going to very quickly run for the tail end of uh, Lee Kumar's jacket. And I'm going to say that I've been spending more time reading and considering the notes at the end of this book called Mount Analog. Mm. <laughs> and <laughs> particularly because of the mountain... And one of the things that I've been really thinking is about how the, the whole purpose of going up the mountain is not to stay at the top of the mountain, is to go and then come back down and maybe share and share, share the jewels from how is it up there because the people at the bottom don't know how it is at the top. And so only the people who've been at the top know how it is at the top. But the people at the top have been on the bottom, so they already know. And 
as as the trainer path is uh, evolving and possibility management is evolving, uh, I keep having this uh, image of myself as a trainer being in a kind of a past the parcel of uh, not being at the top and being like, here I am and hello, it just passing passing the parcel to the, the other people. So a parcel with information and, and clarity and love and possibilities being passed to me. I get ignited by it and then I, I just pass it. I'm just a conductor of um, down and up the mountain, down and up the mountain. And I want to say that this book is part of the possibility manager trainer book it's a possibility manager trainer book uh and from the trainer path and it's already going to be sent to another trainer in north america so we have a tradition of passing um trainer books to each other and then they write their name in it right yes (laughs) we should have started that 20 years ago I, I, I wrote on Chloe's in the in the long life, honey in the heart. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I want to hear what Ananda wanted to say. Uh, I wasn't sure if my microphone was working or not. Sounds like it is. So. I'm actually wrestling with this question about passing the parcel. Um, I had a few people in my ETB that happened last week come out and, and they're feeling their feelings for the first time. And one of them got really angry at me and Jennifer because we opened this door up and because they were feeling their feelings and they were like, why did you do this to me and not give me more support afterwards to handle this? Like, I can't handle this. And then um, I'm just wrestling with that and how to empower people at this stage because I've been giving emotional healing processes and coachings to people who've never opened that door before. And I have the question, how do, how do I support them? What is the clarity that they need or the type of space to navigate that? So it's a discovery path for me. Amanda, do you need anything from this space? Because I would, I would have this question open because I, it'd be useful for trainers here. Mm. I would love to get something about clarity or what I can do or... Yes. Amanda, can I, yeah. can I offer a do, for you to do a do-over? Yes. And to just own your question and open the space for everybody to have this clarity. Okay. To formulate the the request that it creates this vacuum for the space. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So I have the question, how do I give people clarity and support when they open up starting to feel again? what do people need to navigate that 
so that they're not going into the story of I'm not okay, something wrong, something's wrong with me, something bad is happening. Mm -hmm. A side thing is to consider doing your own emotional healing process about your reactivity when somebody's angry at you because that was an unspoken part. And we recently did that with somebody else and it turned out to be really important to notice that they had this complete five body reactivity to having somebody actually be angry at them. Because that offer that the person made about, I'm fucking angry at you for opening this door for me. I never, you know, what am I supposed to do with this? That's the beginning of a, a wonderful conversation. It's the, it's the opening door for a fantastic conversation. But if you're, if you, it's not okay for you to have somebody be angry at you, then it's going to end right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, a possibility is to just not let that conversation drag, because if, especially if you have a like I don't know a, a post expand the box telegram group or whatever group and somebody starts saying stuff like that it can easily turn the whole group of like yes what was this people can get sucked in into this story and then all your work is basically down the toilet and and probably have people who um then attack you or attack possibility management or whatever carry stories around and so this thing is to really grab it in the in the sprouting moment and just be, have this conversation and um, the vacuum that's the moment where the vacuum rapid learning is very useful because you're going to ask the question once and they're going to you know attack you and that's going to be the the gremlin or whatever they that's probably the next step but whatever they will have a reaction for a couple of questions and then the third question if you stay with them and stay connected and say i really want to know what's going on what is it that you really angry about scared about sad about and then, and then it probably will be an emotional healing process. Um, and, and then you've turned the whole conversation around. It's also an ideal situation for a starting a, immediately a, a practice group for feelings. Yeah. So you have to understand that Anne Chloe and I and Vera who just put her hand up, we're just once a week we have a, a, an experiment invention space and you just got out of that space so we are just like channeled into inventing experiments so just watch out. another possibility is that you you go in, um to their side and you're angry about this as well that that no one uh, no one has given this before and and now it's only now that the store is open and and and, and be in that anger with them mm -hmm open the possibility that it's actually not at you or there's the anger is actually much deeper than that. Yeah, systemic. Mm -hmm. This is very simple and is work with a woman that I just talked to by message. It was by message. One woman was told me that she was angry that I posted this gremlin Q&A that I've done like a year ago almost because she was in it and she didn't know what, what the use was going to be. And now it's on a, it's on a website. And she said, I'm angry about this. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was not aware. And my automatic box was like, 
okay, how am I going to fix this? What's the solution here? And then I just like, I just breathed and did a completion loop and said, you are angry because you didn't know. And now it's public. And, and she said, yes, in like capital letter. She <laughs> answered me, yes. I don't know what I want yet, but thank you for completing. And I didn't need to go into this solution. It would have been a mess. It would have been just like this tar thing. And so sometimes a completion loop is is powerful answer. Mm. I say all the time a completion loop. <laughs> <laughs> emotional healing process right there. <clears throat> Do you land the distinction that the anger is comes out with the same level of responsibility that it has been locked in when you do anger work, Amanda? No, I did not land that distinction. That is helpful. Hmm. Yeah. Another, uh, another positive, <laughs> next experiment. Ideas. Um, it's really during the expand the box. I know it was a three day expand the box, but to, to say, to say what's going to happen, to warn people. And of course, you can only warn them, you know, what they experience, it will be different. But then you can refer back in terms of, you know, we talked about this, about this, that your being has grown bigger than what your environment is. And so the, for the first couple of weeks, it will be rocky. And you can and just let your environment um, get used to your new shape. Or this whole thing, I mean, I say it often, in, especially in Rage Club, that when you start blowing the tubes of rage, there is no going back. So in Expand the Box, we give a, tr really, it's, it needs to be clear, the first time people do that, it needs to be clear, there is no going back. And so to make the choice as responsible as possible, of course, people don't know what it means. You know, they don't have the experience of it. But to mm -hmm. land it actually, it, Oh, at least in their intellectual body. And um, yeah, and to give these examples, like to really give examples. So, you know, I remember when I got my rage back and somebody would like get a little bit too much in my space or move my fork and I would just like, this is, this is my space, get out, you know? And I would, and, but to, to, to really have the rage when you give the demonstration, it gives them like a reflection. It gives a reflection. So to not just talk about it, but also be it. Yeah. And I'm glad when I hear, when you hear your story, they're pissed off that you've done that. It's like, I'm glad that you're telling me what you want and what you've been wanting. And then you're telling me what is not working for you. And so what do you want right now? You know, just even to, to go with it. Because like, thank you for the amazing demonstration of your, you using right now your anger. Yeah. Keep going. What, I have a question. Okay, okay, go ahead. No, I was going to say it's probably plenty. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just have a question following on this. Uh, because one thing is when somebody gets very angry, but uh, another thing is when somebody uses the grumbling. 
and it's not it's not that they get angry or they they go totally like like to destroy the space and they are talking to you with a smile you know and uh, and yeah what 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 is there what what can you do besides you know cutting off or or using the gremlin and, and stopping yes i mean probably the thing i do most often in that situation probably only happens two or three times a day is have a meta conversation have a conversation about the conversation and be fascinated by it go god that's a really incredible it's a good thing i had my red flag over here because if i had my red flag here i'd think you were attacking me or something but what an amazing show of expertise you have at attack is at like drilling into the thing that could possibly stimulate a gremlin feeding frenzy. God, you're good at this. Are you giving workshops? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I would I would have a, a meta conversation that um, would be also like noticing, like going very slowly, because your author Patrizio was boundary. And just in terms of elegance, the boundary is sort of phase one with gremlin and to roll, to roll with the gremlin, to be a yes and, and to shift it is phase two. And that just has more elegance and more power, like powerful results. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you could say, you, you know, you're talking to me with anger, but you have a smile on your face. Mm. Like, what is that about? And, and if they can't, you know, they probably won't be able to distinguish, to navigate the distinction. But at some point you might say, I know, I know from my own experience that when I speak with that intensity and I have a smile on my face, that's gremlin. Mm. Mm. And then, you know, mm. I don't know if, you know, you don't know if they have the distinction yeah, gremlin or not, but that's, yeah. then you can land mm. that distinction. Mm. And to, yeah. re but really take it slowly mm. and not, and not mm. react to the thing. And another thing I had next experience. Oh, no. I spoke. You just put your hand up. I spoke. You're, yes. Right. <laughs> Speaking trumps the hand. Right. So you, you could say, you could say, I'd like to make an offer that we do a role play. Let's do a role play. And let's change roles. So you be Patrizio and I'll be you. Mm. And I'll just I'll just play your role. And then you just go at it, you know, and do it exactly mm. like, ah, you love it, you know, the thing, whatever he did. <laughs> Yeah, and mm -hmm. and then say, okay, your turn. Mm -hmm. yes. What, what I, should Patrizio do? For Anclo, right. yeah, and after what Anclo said about the meta conversation, another way is to 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 mention what is happening. So you have the smile, or what is it? What is it that that's going on that you observe? So you landed in the space, but also to ask, what is it to talk to the person behind? the gremlin, what they're committed to. So what is it really that you want to mm. happen right mm. now? Mm. You know, it sounds like this is happening too, but what is it that you really want? And so shift the conversation to the thing that they really want to, or that you want to do with them. This, I have a, this is a, a process that uh, I've been part of one time and it's been such a powerful process uh, process in terms of facing into especially we didn't know at the time but an enmeshed adult ego state gremlin mm -hmm. like highly enmeshed at like 90 or 95 percent where it's hard to 
talk to try to find to talk to somebody else or something else in the in the thing is and that it's really more powerful to do it in a lab where there's a contained space for more than one day Mm -hmm. but there was a a man like that that kept attacking me in the in brazil Mm. and so what we did is uh, Clinton was holding space and I was put in a standing rage. I think Vera was holding me actually. And the guy was also put in a standing rage mm. and Clinton said, go ahead. And I just started shouting. I, ju- mm. I don't know what I said, but I was just like angry, angry. And he got angry also. And I just stopped because for me, it was conscious theater, but mm. not for him. So he could not stop. And mm. he went on for 15 minutes attacking me. 15 mm-hmm. minutes and mm-hmm. nobody stopped him and 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 I was not saying anything and then at the end it was like okay what was what was that about mm-hmm. because he really thought his thing was real and so and that was a yeah it was actually a, he said that's the end of the conversation yeah. yeah yeah so he had no interest at all in actually hearing anything from inquiry uh yeah yeah Okay. But but the whole group was there with him, and then we had a sit down, and it and it was a beautiful like it was such a held space for him to crack this be- behavior that he had been protecting himself since he was eight years old, and nobody he was a, like a spiritual teacher or a student mm. or something, and nobody mm. could have held held space for him like that before. Mm-hmm. So there's those like massive process that can take people down into breakdown, but it's recommended to do it in like a bigger container than Well, thank you. And the the thing of putting uh, also and Chloe on a standing rage is that it doesn't create this like something is wrong with me and block the process. So if he Mm. sees and Chloe also doing it, it's something between them. Yeah, yeah. They they can go more safely into that. Mm. Jesse was also there. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a theater piece, and we we clamped and Chloe down first mm-hmm. because she was obviously the unsafe one. And then we said, "By the way, let's do you too." We did the other guy. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. Okay. Anything else about this? For myself, a question just showed up and I don't have the answer to the question, but what I noticed is Amanda asked a question and Patricio asked a question and three people answered the question. The rest was watching. So I wonder, are the others too slow? Am I too slow? Or what is missing in me to provide possibilities to the question that Amanda asked or Patricio asked? And as I said, I don't know, I, I don't have an answer for myself, but I just noticed that. And I noticed that this is happening more than once, let's say it like this. So. Thank you. Thank you. The three of us are just gonna give you some more answers. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I have to that go doesn't. Back. As you may know, I practice what happened. You know, that's for me, it's one of the core questions in my life. What happened that that happened? What happened? You know, without a judgment, just looking at it and asking myself, what happened? 
Well, I, I had something to say, and then Clinton said it. And then I had something else to say, and then Vera <laughs> said it. And so I thought, well, it's all good. The things I wanted to put out are out now. And so I, I guess I say that in saying, and also saying like, maybe it's not even about who says it. Like Vera and mm. Clinton and, and Chloe happened to be the spokespersons for what needed to be said. And I was the space too that we're holding. Is that what you're saying, Jesse, that they speak the space that we're holding? Yes. Yeah. My silence was holding space for them to say what needed to be said. We're just working on the website called Bullshit <laughs> and Bullshit <laughs> Detector. <laughs> yeah. Has a use, too. <laughs> So in other words, I was too slow. Yeah, for me, that's a question. I ask that question because sometimes that happens in trainings too, you know. I, there is something that needs to be said, but I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it and I'm looking what holds me back. I'm saying what needs to be said in that moment. That's where this question comes from, you know. Because I'm, if I do that, I cheat on the participant. That creates pain. <laughs> Just pain. It's not wrong. No, 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 no. That's something different, my friend. It's not beating myself up. <laughs> and I think that's a major distinction to continue looking what's going on instead of, you know, just, oh yeah, okay. So and I'm 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 a beginner in the work in progress. Miss Offman. What's going on? I'm just glad being here and I am sitting down the first time for today and I'm having pain in my back and I'm just, you know, sitting down, being here, being like with everything is moving out and yeah, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> Here I am, full of color, full of paint, and uh, uh, smashed somehow, and yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Any, somebody wanted to say something? So any insight on Lee Kumar's question right now? I think it's a, a question to consider for just more than one answer. But the, anybody got an insight? Well, one would be that if there is the necessity right at the place and nobody is faster than you, maybe your answer comes five minutes later or five seconds later. So. I was just amazed. And as I was amazed about Clinton's answer, then uh, already Vera came up with the next thing and I was amazed about that. And then you said something. So uh, there was nothing that I could, that I could have made the quality of the answers better. And there is also no need to do that all the time. And so, 
I have trust that where I am, if I'm the only one, then I will get what has to be said or done. So I don't know if that answer helps Lee Kumar. I mean, if anybody wants to, to practice that, we now know. If anybody wants to practice that, is that better? No? Yes, it was okay. If anybody <laughs> wants to practice that, <laughs> laughing at, this is technology, it's not me. If anybody wants to practice it, then all you need to do is set up a space with three people or four people, and one person is documenting, and they're on one of the start over websites and they're filling out experiments. They have to be exact designs for experiments to practice. And there's three people talking and only one person writing. And you develop this whole protocol of next experiment, next two experiments, and you're competing basically in high level fun. Yeah, we have this technology. <laughs> and uh, okay. and it opens up this path and it's, the question is, is it a path or is it a pathology? And we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just for those who don't know, this is something discovered by Dagmar and Mikael Hallinger, I think, to remember when you have something you want to say, but you want to keep being in the conversation. If you do this, it locks your um, what you wanted to say into your fingers and then you can say it when, when, it's, your when it's your turn. And it's been working really powerfully for me, so... Yeah. And when I started the start over experiments with Clinton and Anne Chloe, and I was the, the scribe uh, at some point. So I was kind of hiding behind the typing things. And every now and then Clinton and Chloe would say, Vera, you're next. And I'd be like, no, I can't. I'm writing. So another person came into the team. So I, I got to practice. And in the beginning, I was just amazed at the question, at the, at the experiments. And then every now and then I would, do it and so it works practicing works now we're all going like no next experiment and next experiment and then you have the next experiment so it's <laughs> so it, plus, it works practice. Mm -hmm. plus we have this other space on tuesday night called mage mage space holder training mage what's it called yeah mage training so in the mage training we're just tacked tacked into using the nothingness as a resource and opening up, you know, examining our platforms for dealing with incoming. So if the incoming is a request for response to what Patrizio said or what Amanda said, that's incoming. How are you dealing with it? There's a, every one of us has developed a technology. I don't know if we've had this conversation before, but it's very useful. It's an astonishing conversation to draw out the design of how you handle incoming and how you process it and how you take action or not. And it, so, and we were just working with that with MAGE training space and it's been cleaning up a lot of people. It's been great. Mm. Okay. I, it seems like I'm becoming a expert in me, like in spaces that are called the end of and so a few months ago i did the end of the trainer path global and today this space would be the end of the practice space and i'm sort of giving it away at the beginning 
because it comes, it follows up on the evolution of the game world of possibility management and the, ga the game world of the trainer path, which I think everybody has been in this conversation, I think, except for Yulia. Is that correct? Has everybody been in a space where we've been through together this liquid state of the evolution of possibility management and the trainer path? Everybody else? Okay. I don't know if I was. Okay. Probably if you don't know this, probably you weren't. And, and I, so somehow I want to talk about it. So Julia and Cornelius, you're not left behind or about what, what is it, what's happening, that this is the end of the practice space. And at the same time, um, use it as, while for especially those of you who heard it before, heard it before, to inquire about your own game world and where, mm, what's next? Like where, where have you not, where has it not evolved? Or where has it has an opportunity to evolve, but something that you're missing clarity, you're missing possibility, you're missing people, or inquire about is there a possible like positionality in your game world that stops the evolution and then keeps it into a static or like hierarchical or like, I don't know you guys, I, I think some of you play in game world that I don't know about. And I mean, we all play in many different game worlds, but while, while I share or while we share this actually with Julia and, and also Cornelius, that would be the invitation to make use of this space about inspecting your own game worlds. This is new to me too, in fact. It's because you're such a new being from Monday. You've been through so many liquid state that the trainer path Brazil has. Oh, okay. Has, has, okay. But uh, it's, it's fine. It can be also new. Okay. So, Julia Cornelius, this is the, and, and also the team, the end of the practice space comes from basically it being replaced by a circle of trainer trainers into a school. So trainer, it will be the trainer trainer school starting from next week. And just for those of you who have heard this before, also next week, we would like that the six trainer trainers that have been invited into the circle, we, we're gonna meet just the six of us next week. And then um, the invitations or the, the opening to that, to that space will happen after that. So um, it, was, it has sort of become clear or I don't know how to say that. It was painfully obvious that the trainer path game world in the trainer in the game world of possibility management was missing a path in terms of um, there was an entry door with the 10 consequences but the trainer path had not taken a clear stand of saying this is a space to to train and to become expand the box trainers and after expand the box trainers to become lab trainers even with the different specialty of labs um, and, and then if that's part of the archetypal lineage, that there's also a path to become trainer trainers. 
and trainer, trainer, trainers. And not that this is uh, like, as Vera was saying, going up the mountain to become a trainer, trainer, it's, it's just um, a different hobby from different people. People have some archetypal lineage, which is about caring about that there's a next generation of trainers and a next generation of trainers who can train trainers. So, and, and, and that's part of uh, the trainer path as a, um, as a path. And there's many other, there's many roads to, to be taken and discovered in the trainer path. And so with this clarity that then there needed to be trainer trainers who would just, who would distinguish from the trainer path space holders because after the trainer path global had ended, the trainer path regional had been empowered and the, and the space holder, it, there was this confusion about what their, what their job was really. And so now it's clear that there's a person who's gonna hold space for a regional trainer path and there's gonna be only one person who holds space. And then there will be a team of trainer trainers who will then visit the different regional trainer paths every other week. And then in the week in between um, the regional trainer path, the, the space holder, yeah, the space holder basically decides or makes offers or open doors about what, what does the team wanna, wanna create. And so for example, in North America, we did this very cool process on Wednesday about how to figure out with a team of 12 people, how to break out in pre-sales. And it, it took about 10 minutes to figure out how to break 12 people into three cells that are all interconnected with each other. So everybody's in two, three cells. And I thought it was gonna take um, like, I don't know, an hour to go through the feedback and the group intelligence. And, <laughs> and we just did like a whole mess process. People were shouting saying, I wanna be with Devin, I wanna be with Scott, I wanna be with Patrizio. And, and after <laughs> 10 minutes, we had, yeah, we had all those three cells and it was uh, amazingly how the, actually the group intelligence come through with no language in a way. Like it, it was in the field and, and people could decide and be clear. And, and so those three cell will be like focused on project. And that's a, 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 a specialty, like a particularity of, of the North America trainer path. And so our other regional trainer path organize themselves more in a, in a big team. And some of the three cells are reading books together, and some of them are watching films together, all at the same time in different places, and then discussing it and or having a you know an intermission time in the middle, and you know tea and cakes and discussion, and then continue the rest of the film and things like. That. And and so it the sort of linking it with the practice space, then it it felt like many many people who were in the practice space were actually in this group of six, which I didn't mention. And so this, when we, it was Clinton and I mostly who sort of had a look at the game world and who's involved into the trainer path and who could, who, func who are functioning already as trainer trainers or um, at least enough to hold space for trainer path regionals, those six people came into this circle. So it's, um, Clinton, who's the, then the space holder of this TTTS, Vera, Franco, Cornelius, Lee Kumar, myself, and Ana Norambuena. And I think that makes six, six yeah. So in, in the 
part of this parsing, passing at the parcel, like Vera was mentioning, is also for these trainers trainer to have apprentices. And so there's a, hmm, yeah, the, the skills are being passed down, the context is being deepened and, and, and also, I mean, there's two ways really, I think maybe more, but there's two ways a game world can evolve. And one is in, in, in size. And so how many people are involved in, in the game world? And that's something that is happening in possibility management that the circles are getting bigger and more people are getting touched. And there's, so soon there will kind of be this need for more trainers. Like it goes with it as more people get touched and there's more need for, for trainings. And even uh, Wednesday, Jeff was already saying there's not enough uh, labs. And of course that's anyway, people have their own stories about stuff. And, um, but, but then it's already a message, kind of a light that there's a need for, for, for trainers or, and a game mode can deep, can expand in, in depth, in clarity, in mass, in, yeah, which would be consciousness or evolution. And so, and we, we basically kind of trying to do both at the same time was this, um, this TTTS and the, and also the different uh, re regional trainer paths and the other circles born from those regional trainer paths, each their own deepening the context of possibility management. Something like that. And so the practice space and the TTS. Oh, right. So the practice space ends and next week the the TTTS will meet just the six um, people that I, I mentioned, the trainer trainers. And then uh, I think next week we will open this door about what does apprenticeship mean? And possibly that it maybe may, may have been taken a little lightly um, about what, what does it mean to be an apprentice and what does it mean to um, care or hold space for apprentice and how does it go? So that would be something we'll deepen next week and, and then see where that leads us in terms of then who will be invited to, to, to play in that space. So, I mean, mostly uh, Julia and Cornelius, is there any question or, uh, Julia, I just want to say that um, next week on Wednesday, Clinton and I have been invited by Anna to hold space for the Training Path News and, and that's basically the conversation that we'll have. But yeah. if there's anything right now, um, yeah. Is this uh, space here um, being continued by other people somewhere else to, at another time or is it just over and and nothing, and that's it. Is that a proposal, Cornelius? No, I just wanna. Uh, I would like to know how. What is the the idea of this system? <clears throat> like you, you uh, invite something in and you you create it, and then I understood you give the parcel, like you give it away or you give it further, and uh, it would have been just logic for me that 
you had already somebody who is um, inviting then uh, at another time uh, in another Zoom space, for example, for a thing like that, because probably it was needed and then it might be needed in future too. I want to share. So I did not do that. I did not offer the space holding or the possibility to continue that space to anybody else. I, I started this space basically to have a conversation with that would probably happen in the TTTS. And so my purpose is fulfilled in a way. Um, and so I did not, I did not pass the parcel, but, and of course, what, I don't know, of course, but it's, the possibility of a practice space is, is available. It is not copyrighted. I'm Chloe, Radically you, you make, could you redo and also make a, a like a, a question, an invitation, maybe go. Yeah. No, yeah, I no. won't. No, if people want to do it, they'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I want to invite everyone to be back here next week whoever wants to practice with me because this is a really valuable space for me and I feel sad that, that the rug is pulled away and so I thank you Cornelius for this possibility to just keep going and see who wants to keep going I'll be here same time next week and I would love to see many of you there and it means that you will send out a Zoom, uh, another Zoom space. So, so I will make another like, um, over by uh, the other trainers. Yes, I will. I will make a Zoom and I'm not sure, like probably also best to, to change the Telegram group or could we keep using that? Yeah, I can make you even owner and admin of it. Okay, yeah, great. And Chloe, I thought there were possibly other people who had wanted to be in this space, but we limited it to 12. Is that true? Do you know who those people were? There was a woman, Sarah Parisi, yeah. ask, and uh, Christina Dershner, who's not in the trainer path, and at the same time, she's a sorceress, and so she's, a, she's really a great person to have in a practice space. She's not so, yet in the trainer path. I, I, I'm adding to it. Yeah, okay. but that's true of the whole world. <laughs> well, she's, she's, she's at the door. She's like, um, I'm uh, in conversations with her. Okay. Yeah, that's the people I can think of who move towards me. Thank you. I'm going to check. I want to ask a for me dangerous question of who wants to keep going from, from your people here with a practice space, or let's say who wants to be there next week. Okay, thank you. I might in the future, but first I'm going to be in the TTS, which is at the same time, and uh, and I might be in the in the future. So if he, if the practice space continues, I'd like to be, uh, I'd like to know about that. Okay. And for me.
So we had a few people that were participating in the practice space and failed on, um, you know, relying to the rules that we had set up. So that might be in the possibility for Julia to invite those people back in if she wants to. I know about, um, what's her name, Gabriela, I think in, in Poland and uh, Joanna and who else did we lose on the way? Some more people. So Jennifer. Just as Jennifer. Oh yeah, Jennifer. Right. And and now that I think about it, Tanya, Tanya Gerold also um, wanted to come in. Okay. Any anything else, Julia or? No, that's a great. Okay. Mm, so what about this question, which is a, it's a game world builder question. And I, when I sort of thought about it, I thought God, not, not everybody's a game world builder. And at the same time, mm, we have all four archetypes in us. And, and we, I think as trainers to have this sensitivity about the different domains or territory that a game world uh, needs like game world builder and guardians and evolutionary and village weaver is um, is useful also to create possibilities for whoever our client is no matter what lineage they're from and so to build this sensitivity about game world and game world building and game world evolution and the the blocks to evolution or um, or possibilities that were unseen for game world evolution. So anybody, what about your game world? Where are you at with that? And this would be, we have about half an hour left for, for possibilities. There's another element of that, which is that if you're doing coaching, you, it could easily be that what's going on for somebody is their game worlds or conflict of game worlds or lack of game worlds, game world breakdown, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, as, and so even if you're not focused on that primarily, you get clients who need that kind of uh, support. And so it'd be great to mm -hmm. dive into that. What's needed, like how, how to assess or how to upgrade the game world. Like we've been in that process. We just like, and Chloe and I, especially I've been in this process oftentimes, but again, recently in the last two or three weeks, three, four weeks. You know, the teachings of modern culture do not include anything about game worlds at all. We're supposed to believe that the institutions that exist in modern culture are real. And not only that, that they're institutionalized institutions, you know, they're edifi edifications, they have columns made out of marble and they're in they're there all the time, they will be there all the time. And we're supposed to participate in those unquestionably without any kind of a meta conversation about those game worlds. And so our job is to be a slave or a consumer and a lone wolf and try to survive in this jungle of game worlds. And so we're moving into next culture and the next culture, the whole, the rug underneath 
the game world construct falls apart into this free space where you get to choose the game worlds that you play in and invent the game worlds that you would love to, to live in that your heart knows is possible and create them and inhabit them together. It's an entirely different worldview. And I think a lot of the people we coach, a lot of the people we work in trainings and, and stuff are on this, on this path. And <clears throat> there's so much to reorient mm. in about that. Mm. Yeah, I mean, and so like Sophia Magdalena, she was, she was a renter before. She was a, an employee and a renter in a way. And, um, and it had a relationship. And then to have to take those all apart, you know, and to is a start over. It's a start over phenomenon. And I think a lot of the people, for example, Amanda, those people who suddenly discovered that this, that if they stop repressing the anger and the sadness and the fear that's been alive in them since before they were born, and if they stop repressing it, and all of a sudden they have all this incredible intelligence and energy. What do we do with it? You know, to shift it from an emotion to feeling and all that. This is a huge uh, pathway. A huge. This is um, that get done. That happens best in new sorts of game worlds. Possibility team. You know, for example. Mm -hmm. And so, each of us are in some ways. I don't know if it's true or not, but each of us could be possibility team space holders, for example. And then we're networked in with Rage Club and Fear Club and Rage Club space holder mm. training and single coachings and all that, mm. which are all new game modes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have a, a, a question about a, my, you know, the, the game world that I've been living mostly, which is the, the making music, you know, and and in a way, uh, it's it's been a source of um, of, of nonlinear information. For me, it's it's been like like getting a lot of clues about, from making music and and really it, it, like like deciphering is continuously deciphering a puzzle, and then at the same time, um, I I start noticing the tension now with with possibility management because of course music uh, and the music making world is is a, is a world um is is not an next culture world or in some ways is very much at the edge you know and and, um, and i and i and i want possibilities about about this and uh, because it, there is so much richness in in the in the information and in the in the you know in it's it's like a, a five body training you know it's, it's, it's relationship training is is like it's no no bullshit training it's like like being in the now you know it's is is so so much gold, you know, all the time. And 
and at the same time is an is an old world uh, game world. Just tell a short story, which was Aunt Chloe and I when we were in North Bali, we hired a guy to take us scuba diving. Yeah. So and Chloe is a world class swimmer. I'm a licensed scuba diver. She did the prep training for scuba diving, and we are out in a boat. And we're this guy, he's a young guy, he's a smart guy. He, he, and, and here we have this space called, it's, it's like going into a space suit in, a water, in, a, in an underwater environment. And we had to learn to communicate with other language. We had a whole nother language work there. And, and the exercise is to take your mask off and your oxygen out underwater, and then put it back in again and, and get air in your mask underwater. And, and this is it's the same thing. You have teamwork, communication, there's in the now, like exactly what you just said. And we were both looking at each other going, God, this guy could be an amazing trainer. He could take people through this as the next culture initiatory process. And he was not. And he was terrified of even talking to us about anything that was the least bit nonlinear. And so I think that what you just said is so true that there's a lot of possibilities in the, those kinds of things like the glider thing and this surfing mm. and like a lot of stuff is, is exactly what you described, but it's contexted in something really different. So how are you gonna, you, you know, is it part of your job to build next culture music? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean for me, the, 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 the the block in this world is that uh, th there is not a th there is a not not an open source uh, for transformation and healing. You know, it's like the information is encapsulated and and passed from teacher to student in a way that 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 is not open source. In a way that that. Uh, that you, you don't have access unless you are part of the hierarchical, um, you know, unless you, you, are, you are in a position in, in, the, in the hierarchy. Patricio. I just want to say one quick thing, which is, I don't know if people know, but if it's okay, Patricia, I would tell people what you do. Can yes. I tell people that? I just want to say, tell what Patricio. do I do? One of the things you do is he teaches the children, people, he's in New York and he teaches the children of the people working in the United Nations music. He teaches their kids music. So in terms of having a position in the hierarchy, guess where Patrizio is in terms of music. So that's what's at risk for him. Thank you. Yes, Amanda, yeah. Yeah, you are a game world builder. And I see that you're operating in a game world that you didn't build. In the music game world that you didn't build. So what is stopping you from building the game world that you want to play in? Yeah, I, I, I want to say that I very much uh, think that I, I built a new 
paradigm in that game world, you know, and and it's not and and you are right. I mean, I mean that, that is the paradox that uh, that I really uh, connected to a way of transformation in the learning process with music that it was not her. It, it's it is not hierarchical. And and it's not enough. And 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 I and I know what you're saying. Yes. And 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 this is my question also for me. You know, what, what is stopping me? Yeah. Yeah. Is there so, a possibility that you that you work in your old in this old world that gives you the money? And it, you spread your viruses there some way yeah. or another, and then yeah. you also build up the new thing. Yeah. Yes, and, and I want to say that I, I was working many hours in this, you know, playing and teaching, and, and this year I went, you know, to half of the time or or even less, you know, of, of what I used to do. So so yes, I, I, I feel that, I, I think that my contribution is very meaningful and still uh, is, is not in next culture in that, in that part of, in the game world that I'm, that I'm living in. Monsieur, in the music game world. Yeah. I don't know exactly how you do it. And there's a, what I see as a possibility is that it actually, you're not teaching music. You're, you're teaching a sensitivity or you're allowing the, the, the students to, to, to connect and to actually to, to not destroy their natural sensitivity that gets totally destroyed with school and with, with modern culture. Mm. And, and can you, can you uh, re use what you do with the, with the music teaching to, to claim back the nonlinearity, to claim back the, the, that that sensitivity so that to, to counteract that's a revolutionary act to use a uh, music to use that connection to art to to expression um and to listening carefully to actually not let the new means of of uh, of thought of the thoughtware of modern culture to settle in those children yeah so yeah that, that is a way when, of unschooling yeah, when I hear what you are saying, I, I, I see, I mean, Annette, it's, it's what, uh, it, it becomes very obvious that, that the context is so strong that swallows up, you know, it's, it's, just, it's, it's just too strong. I mean, I do a lot and it's swallowed up in, in, in this, you know, modern culture context. Could you, did you what see if you... Go ahead. Yeah, Likumar, yes. What if you start over? And what I mean by that is, what if you start learning a new instrument, playing in a different set of music and develop while you are learning what you're learning, the style of teaching? So let go of play, playing your violin and learn, I don't know, drums something very different yes and and develop yourself and develop the learning of that instrument in a way that makes sense to what you stand for in next culture 
Yeah, thank you, Ligumar. In in a way, speaking to me is learning to is learning a new instrument. Just 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 being verbal about it, you know, and being able to articulate. I mean, to me, this is the the wildest uh, journeys because most of my life uh, I've been spe I've spent in a non-verbal context. Mm. You know, so, so this to me is like when I hear myself speaking and saying things that, um, that that it makes sense. Uh, I is is like I cannot get over it. I want. I mean, you're learning <laughs> a new instrument. You are it's, a new instrument. I mean, is the is the to me just just the hearing my voice. You know, is is a revelation, hmm. and I haven't heard my voice. I mean, in in all my life, you know, what I heard is my instrument for hours and hours. You know, <laughs> which is which is unbelievable, but but it really. Patricio, I yeah. in, and I, I don't know, I don't want to. Pin, pigeonhole this conversation but it started with this uh how to assess game world and in a way we also moved yeah. into how to give possibilities to patrizio and in terms of game worlds have you seen the movie freedom rider yes and how this woman moves into this game world and see the collapse of it mm. and really how it's not working and she's been trained in it but she sees how it's like <laughs> just not working but then she 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 changes it she changes it from the inside or creates this particular space where an, a different culture can happen. But mm. she's working two jobs and teaching, and her whole life is about that. And then yeah. she's going to keep working with those children, and she even stay like offers to stay after school and drive this kid, you know, this kid back like forty five yeah. minutes away. And what I'm seeing it would be a conflict in you between reducing your hours in this game world and, 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 and what, wanting to change it or create a new space mm -hmm. when you actually have like a lot of your attention put on a different one. Right. And, yes. and that would create a split in you where both of them would almost be unsatisfying. Mm. Yes. Yes. Yes, and, and I, I, I definitely noticed that, that tension and that is, the, that is the source of my question. Yeah. Susanna, aren't you in a, a real similar thing? Totally. I'm yeah. totally in this in, in there. Yeah. Can you say can you say what what is the there? Uh, I'm I'm also in in There's a modern culture game world I'm playing in. And as an architect. I, as, as an architect, and I stopped playing in this modern culture game world in last August. I gave myself a pause to develop, to, to give myself time to, to become a trainer. And I'm now here at this very, at the, at the edge and at the question, if I should resume this work again, and I'm 
like it takes one more month and I, 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 uh, I turned one job down and I turned a second job down and I cannot uh, decide to get, to get in this old game world again because I cannot change it. It's the structure is so rigid. I cannot change the game world of architecture. So, and I'm trying to, right now I'm developing a new project which is called uh, Arche, Arc, which means um, which, where I want to combine possibility management with creating safe spaces for people where they can be, get, go into resilient structures to, to, to survive the collapse. Mm. So mm. this is my next step at the edge. And I don't know how it goes and I don't know who is going to, to be my client, but I see this is the only thing which, where I can merge these game worlds. Are you charging already something written? I mean, is there something to, to share with people? I just came to it last week when I were on a walk and then I, it came to me that this would be the project. This, uh, the gremlin dis, uh, disenmeshment, the decontamination of gremlin from adult ego state that you're doing with people, are you charging for that? I had only one client so far, yes. Okay, I mean, so, Iska from from Switzerland, you're charging her. I was, yeah. We we made an exchange, yeah. You might want to talk to Sophia Magdalena, and I don't know about Vera because they figured out more of a, a monthly, like a follow up, mm, something. I don't know much yeah. about it, but yeah. yeah. I'm working with Sophia Magdalena for some to get more practice. Yes. And we have like a, a group of people who, of researchers of the, the decontamination process with Ana Norambuena as well. It's so precious. And so, you know, people pay 15,000 for a year of whatever psychological analysis. And this is, is more value than that, in my opinion. So, you know, it should be charged higher, higher rate than a lawyer or an architect. And also what I, what I heard is you said, Susanna, you said it's not possible to change it from the inside. And also what I'm hearing that is that you, that is not where your want is. You don't want to dedicate your life, the rest of your life to, or a big chunk of your life to change the whole architectural system from the inside. That, so this is, this is the, what Anne Chloe was talking about. So Patricio, it's a, to define the wants. So Susanna has just done that. Like, I don't want, that's not where I want to put my radiance, my energy, my archetypal lineage powers. So then once yeah. that yeah. also want is clarified, then echo can move you too. Mm. So Patricio, did I understand yeah. this right? That you are working with the children of the, uh, um, yes. Of the okay. Of the diplomats of the of the United Nations International. Okay, I, I would highly recommend to not let that go like too fast, because this is pure gold. These children, yeah. 
and 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 music is i think I, I don't know if i repeat what vera said but i maybe something else is coming like music is not tones and getting the right tone and making the right string and all that stuff is about breath it's about attitude is about posture yeah it's about thousand things that 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 you can have uh, that you can infuse the ideas of uh, possibility management in them and it might even make the music more beautiful i i tell you that uh, since i've been using possibility management i mean um you know the sound is absolutely amazing you know, mm-hmm. I will send you some recordings, but my students is is just like absolutely unbelievable. You, you know, you can they, tell they, your the parents. Yeah. You can the tell parents, this to the parents. Yeah. There's like no, the, this is not about right. music. This is about being human. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that this is my next step. How to figure out? You know how to how to uh, yeah how to figure out that you know this this uh, to explain this. You know what what I do with the music and 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 to to explain it and to take it to to the next step, right outside of this game world. You know. What's the, the name of your world. book? Patricia, the title of your book. The what title of my called? book is "Music of the Heart." Oh wow! <laughs> born to play. Born to born to play. Oh my God! I love that. <laughs> yes, I like that better. <laughs> yes. I have an impulse. There's, yes. you know, Devin has a client. Book, Born to Run. Really? It, <laughs> yes. Okay. It's exactly what you're talking about. It's it, yeah. it's exactly what you're talking about. I oh my God, I'm going to read it, Nicomar. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I bring it to Costa Rica for you, okay? Don't okay. buy it. I bring it. Okay, I won't buy it. And we'll, we'll, we'll start our tradition in yes. the North America Turner Path. <laughs> well, Patricio, also... Um, this impulse that I have is that Devin has a client who's he's um, coaching for his like to clarify what is the purpose, what is it that he's bringing in the in his coaching, and my impulse is also to pair you up to so that he does this process with you too, the to ask you the question, what is the thing that you what do you, what is it mm. that you do, and mm. there's something that Devin also brings. He's like a a jewel maker, he can really recognize the different things um, and 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 speak them out. Okay. And so that you can have this process with him. Yes, Devin. Okay. I have, I have an extra I'll let DM. you make the request first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have to make the, the proposal. I have an extra request on this on this proposal is that you have a your website page open and you write down the, as one of your service that you offer this for music and transformation for music okay. or growing up for music. Okay. Well, thank you. And Susanne, with your idea of these other um, uh, architectural projects. Yes. You should be in contact with me because I know also some people and I'm interested by myself. I call you, Cornelius. I'm happy to call you. Thank you. And Patrizia, you start each lesson with your students with center grounding cord and bubble. Yes. 
Yeah. And they talk about the five bodies. I mean, it's, it's clear, you know, and now they, they know, you know, what we're yeah. working on, what we're training. And, now, and it's it's, now it's radical responsibility in game world. Yeah. You know, you know, you can, that thing with which, which level of responsibility does your, do you want, do you want to play in, in your game world? Child, you know, no responsibility, child, adult. Yeah. You know, like oh, that. yeah. I mean, it is so clear when making music, you know, that that uh, that is is about everybody's responsibility and it's not about following, you yeah. know, but reclaiming really. And you don't have to do the the same thing as the other one. It's like it's like the more the more original you can be or the more yourself, the more you are part of the ensemble. Sounds like you have a training program coming out. Yes, for I, not I, just the the children of the diplomats. <laughs> yes, I mean. Yeah, that's, I mean, that is my source for as a trainer, also in possibility management. And that was my connection to possibility management, you know, like, like I cannot believe it. Anyway. What I get is an image of this, this story, I don't know the, the English world, but this tale of this guy playing flute in a, in a village and all this, and walking out of the village and all the children follow him. <laughs> Piper of Hamlet. Yeah. Yeah, so I see you playing music and taking the children with you into the next culture. And I see the image that children of Patricio, the, 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 uh, the, the students, showing their parents how to center themselves before they give a speech. <laughs> yes. Yes, that we were doing because, you know, before we used to do it, um, you know, now that we've been doing online, so, you know, some parents have been watching the, 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 this and, and they have asked me, oh, you do such cool things, you know, like I, 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 I do it also with my son, you know, and half of the, of the uh, rehearsal is about centering or about, you know, about, about making the distinction between the physical body and the emotional body and the energetic body, you know, and do making the distinction to the others. Do you have the people, the students, do you have them play anger and then sadness? Yes, and then yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, yes, it's so clear, but because in the music it's just like, you know, okay, so this is, this is, and also the different levels, you know, at the same time, you know, like, like add the sadness and add the anger and add the fear, you know, and see, you know, how they are layering all the time in the music. It's, 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 it's just amazing. I'd like to also connect you to Francis in, uh, in Brazil, who does possibility management, works with, with diplomats as well, or politicians, like speakers to use their voice. And I think between the two of you, it, you get great, like even more ideas. And I think it would also support her own game world. Uh, and also, what, who, it could be that you also support the diplomat. Francis, Francis, the Beige Rosa. Francis. Because I got a connection also from you uh, that somebody that lives close to New York from the from trainer. Uh, Tatiana. Julia, don't you do something like that? Aren't you working with something like that? I thought you were working with the el elders and s children of the elders of the Maori or something like that. No, there's a project here that's been um, forced off. So, yeah, the, the, the guy that you spoke to, he died just recently. So it's a bit unclear. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. Wow. Mm. 
and I, I want to say I'm applying that in, in, in tutoring pottery classes. So, and I've jumped out of the corporate world and I'm, I'm, I'm a few years later, I'm still a bit like, okay, like looking for the, I think it, it, come back, it comes back to being really clear on the purpose of the game that I want to create, but because there's so many possibilities, but yeah, so I can resonate, I resonate with what you're saying, Patricio. I, 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 I tried, I, I made some suggestions in that corporate game world and I saw it's not working because there's such a strong structure. Like I can't change it on the inside. So I decided to step out, but then I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's, yeah, it's really valuable to know what, what do you want to create instead? Yeah, just keep being bold because then you get more feedback. You get more immediate feedback when you're bold. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sophia Magdalena, in terms of children, what about your game mold of your children's book? It is almost out there. So it's going to, the, like the graphic are redesigned at the moment. So I am redesigning them to have them online. So the whole thing works. And so they just need to, the design is such a big project. So it's in the process of being done and the texts are there in German and English and French, Greek. And Portuguese. I'm in connection about Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> Patricio, you said you were going to translate yes. Good Night Feelings into Spanish. Should I give that job to somebody else? No, I will translate it. By when? By the end of June. End of what? June. Is that too far? Yeah. Um, okay, give me one day and I'll tell you I'll tell you when I translate it. Thank you. Okay, this is about it for our time. I thank you for this last experiment of assessing assessing game worlds and and using our own our own game worlds as uh, material for it. And, and I actually would want this conversation to be a longer conversation or five day training, like possibility lab for game world builders or so, something like that. Um, but that's, that's, my, that's my kick as people say. So, okay. Um, so I'm basically passing on this bigger space holding to Julia, to Julia for the practice space. You're <laughs> you're just next to me that's what I'm doing and <laughs> yeah and yeah let, let the game let the game mode of possibility management evolve into so the practice space ha is happening next week and the TTTS at the same time anything I have one more little detail because I got a call from the publisher of Radiant Joy Brilliant Love which is the first edition of the book and they notified me that they have copies left that they sell for 50% off and free shipping in the United States. So if anybody wow. is interested in the book, go on the website, homepress.com, I think it is, and order the book. As many as you can order. I don't know how many they have, but they, I bought 
several books for the lab in uh, Costa Rica. And then they called me back and said, well, by the way, we have these books and I think we should get them out of their warehouse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, that's what that's what Anne, Chloe and I did is we had a bunch of books that were stockpiled in Mallorca. And we what we did was we told participants in the training that with their trainer fee, they can take a book. And, you mm. know, I don't and, it, and it's not for their brother or sister or their mother or father. <laughs> and if they already have the book, you know, give it to somebody else, because, you know, the, so often I've heard that people come to the training space because they've read the book or as part of their yeah. explanation. And so, you know, a book is half price is 15, 12 or 15 bucks for one of those books. And, you know, that's amazing advertising, just figure out where to, where to put them. I actually go into bookstores, big bookstores, and I, I leave them on the shelf in the bookstore. And so people then go to buy them and I, you know, but I, I do the opposite of stealing. I, I litter books into bookstores. And it's fabulous to put them in youth hostels and people have showed up in training programs because I leave them in hotels or different places. So, so it, this is fantastic to do. Oh, thanks for the news. I need to keep painting. Great. Go, <laughs> go take care of that need. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank Bye, you. Everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.